as we approach a unified consciousness state of being. All elements of extreme polarization will be surfaced. This will initially cause us confusion, then discomfort, then conflict, in any of those orders, as it emerges for us to notice it in order to clear it. As a recap, polarized consciousness is essentially conflict consciousness. Unity consciousness sees the same poles, yet does not see them as enemies. This will become significant as we continue. A lot of us on the spiritual path may feel we know what unity consciousness is. Yet as I had found, what I had thought I knew, and what the universe was trying to show me, were two very different things. One thing I had not even considered along my spiritual path was the idea that my entire spiritual belief system were founded upon a polarized framework. If we look at the world and formulate beliefs over time, it creates a picture of what we see. However, if all of this is founded upon an initial belief that we do not even question, then we are also witnessing a picture that is in a way distorted. And this is largely due to a perception of what actually needs healing. Growth and healing is phenomenally powerful. Yet the issue with healing is that we decide what needs healing. This is why in the other sessions I've explored the notion of labels, identity and healing. How we view ourselves determines what we decide needs healing. We can focus on areas and indeed heal. Yet we can also focus on areas we believe we need to heal and spend a lifetime trying to heal them. Let us first begin by looking at the idea of who we think we are and therefore what we think needs healing. From my own experiences and explorations in recent years, I use the term inverse funnel to help understand this concept further. For the purposes of explaining our nature, I will generalize and use the terms masculine and feminine as our polar opposites. Of course, we each have a wide range of these frequencies within us, which makes this even more important. As well as this, in certain areas we may lean more towards a masculine approach and in others a more feminine approach. This of course comes down to our individual personality, our conditioning, our upbringing and even down to the mood we are feeling in that moment. However, let us draw back for a moment and look at the collective. We could say that the collective during this time is healing a distorted masculine energy. 
We can see this has been prevalent throughout our history, with a tendency to gravitate towards distorted masculine traits. Having worked in the city of London, I have experienced this in the working culture. There was a strong lean towards a culture of doing, overachieving, competitiveness. A disregard for the intuitive, emotive, spiritual nature of our beings, which is related to as being the feminine. However, remember these are distorted masculine traits, rather than balanced masculine traits. This is an important distinction that we will return to. Polarization splits all things into polar opposite ideas, such as spirituality and materialism. Over the eons we have seen both being at odds with one another, as those who have adopted each have largely believed the other to be its enemy. So naturally those who seek a spiritual lifestyle tend to be more open to feminine traits and aspects. However, what can occur is that there is a reluctance to lean towards the balanced masculine traits at all, grouping them together with the distorted masculine traits. And herein lies the problem. What I found throughout my journey was that I had grouped anything related to the masculine as being unspiritual. Money, achieving of any kind, ambition, wanting things, the mind, rationality, being human, and so on. I instead focus more and more on developing and refining the feminine aspects. Or so I thought. Being open to the feminine principles does not mean that feminine principles are embodied in their aligned form. In other words, just because we are focusing on developing the feminine aspects does not mean we are embodying the balanced feminine aspects. In many cases, we can be embodying distorted feminine traits. And so what happens is that a movement that is born of a genuine desire to heal is birthed upon a foundational belief of polarization. Let me give you some further examples to understand this concept deeper. Here are some examples of distorted masculine principles. Tune in and see if any resonate. There is no judgment here. An inability to praise another. Needing to win in every situation. A desire to dominate others. much more comfortable being rational. Disbelief in the intuitive nature. Disbelief in your spiritual nature. 
fear of your emotions. Now see if you resonate with any of the following distorted feminine principles. Ability to be overly sensitive or emotional. Intense focus on intuition. Disregard for the rational nature of humanity. Issues with money. Fear of conflict. Fear of being egotistical. People pleasing. Playing it small. These are just some elements of distorted feminine principles. It is actually very, very common amongst those on the spiritual path. Once I began to understand that I had embodied these distorted feminine traits, I was amazed at how little focus was on these areas. This comes down again to the idea of what needs healing. If we look at the collective, then yes, there's a great need for healing the distorted masculine and embrace more balanced feminine traits within. Yet those who gravitate towards a spiritual lifestyle are actually more feminine based by nature. Which means there is actually a greater need to embody more balanced masculine traits within. This is why I refer to this as the inverse funnel. The spiritual community is an inverse of the collective model. There is a good reason for this. As those who are spiritually open anchor a feminine energy. It is counterbalanced by the collective masculine. There is no better or worse here. This is important. There is balance. Both are helping one another. Both are needed. This is one of the crucial aspects of the spiritual field which has been overlooked or lost. It isn't about getting away from the mainstream, as we may call it, or those we deem as being unspiritual. It is actually the opposite. It is learning from them, as we will explore in other sessions, as they have the keys to the lessons that we are seeking. This is an incredible, clever nature of the universe to ensure we stay humble and equal. This isn't to say that we need to emulate those who are polar opposite to us, e.g. becoming more competitive or dominant, because remember those are distorted qualities. However, it does mean that if we look at those distorted qualities and refine them into their balanced state, then they have something phenomenal to teach us. 
for example, being more rational with money rather than impulsive, reacting from an emotion rather than allowing ourselves to sit with it, explore it, allowing our light to be seen, celebrating who we are, having ambition, I will explore all of these paradoxes and unified concepts in the sessions to follow. Yet this one is to really set the foundation. And I use that word again because it will act as a lens, a light into the foundations within. What I had experienced myself was a great destabilization of my entire reality. It was a very challenging time for me, as I had so much confusion with the conflict of even embracing polar opposite ideas. It led me to feel like I was having spiritual breakdowns, that I was losing my spirituality. Yet in hindsight, I was setting it free. Once we come to terms with the polar opposite, distorted nature within us, we come to a place of tremendous peace of knowing we have so much to learn and so much to gain. In other words, when those who are opposite to us are our greatest teachers, there is an incredible frequency that is generated from this. Genuine, unified compassion for ourselves and for others. By inviting the other half of life, we realize that life isn't nearly as difficult as we may have believed it to be. It is down to our belief systems and perceptions of reality. Once we can get out of our own way, so to speak, Yet perhaps in a more spiritual sense, I would say, once we can open to the other divine aspect of ourself, we realize the world has far more possibility and potential than we could have ever have thought possible. Blessings on your journey. Namaste.